This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Friday, December 21st, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Boy, I'll tell you, in Washington, it is nothing but a yo-yo. The House late last night passed a stopgap spending measure to avoid a government shutdown that included $5 billion for Trump's border wall. Now it's off to the Senate, and if it passes that body, it will go to Trump for a signature. However, the bill is probably considered dead on arrival in the Senate because this does require a 60-vote majority for it to pass. If it fails in the Senate... The House has to decide whether they want to put a clean, continuing resolution on the floor with no additional border or disaster funding and send it back to Trump's desk, which, at this point, he probably wouldn't sign. My best guess is that we're going to have a shutdown. Yesterday afternoon, members of the Caucus of African American Leaders met at City Hall to present their designs for the memorial to the Capitol Gazette victims. Initially, the memorial was to be erected to honor Gerald Fishman, Robert Hyassen, John McNamara, Rebecca Smith, and Wente Winders, who were killed on June 28th when a gunman blasted their way into the Capitol Gazette newsrooms. However, it is now morphed into a Freedom of the Press memorial with nine separate designs ranging in size, material, and meaning. Jay Graham, who's the principal architect at Moody and Graham, unveiled his designs. Some of them were quite interesting. There's one called Shine the Light, which will be five large lit pillars, each resembling one of those killed. There's one called Lost Copy, which is actually a landscape design. It's a rectangular grassy knoll without any words on the lawn. It would represent a blank page, both noting the absence of the five victims as well as an outlook to a blank page. Another concept called Unite. We'll place three panels, one for the history of free press, one is a memorial for the victims, and one is a chalkboard for people to write their thoughts upon. That would also include newly planted trees and a bubbling fountain. A third one called Impact is a figure made of steel, which will be shown destroying a figure made of wood, which is to represent the conflict between the First and Second Amendments of the U.S. Constitution. Reflection will be a four-section mirrored monument asking visitors to literally reflect on their own role in gun violence. There will be a section devoted for quiet space for people to contemplate their experience. Now, the location of the memorial has yet to be determined because they're not sure of how big the memorial ultimately will be or what it will be made of. Now, you will get a chance to vote which memorial you want to see erected sometime in the new year at the Martin Luther King Jr. Committee's website. They will hold a poll. It'll be open for 90 days, and you'll get a chance to vote. Now, Jay Graham had estimated that this memorial will range anywhere from $150,000 to $300,000. The original proposal was around $70,000, and it was modeled after the Civil Rights Foot Soldiers Memorial right there at Calvert and West Street. Mayor Buckley was also at the meeting, and he said that this memorial will only be one of several that will be placed in the city to honor the shooting victims. So stay tuned in 2019 and figure out where to vote and which one you like the best. Maryland's K-12 education funding took a hit the other day. The funding formula has been undergoing an update by the state panel that's also been at work on sweeping policy changes. But this week, Senate President Mike Miller and House Speaker Mike Bush said that it would be nearly impossible to get any major changes through the legislative session this year, pushing the plans back until the 2020 session. 
The education panel, also known as the Kerwin Commission, proposed adding $4.4 billion to Maryland education spending. And in a letter to the Kerwin Commission, the two Mike said that they understood it would be virtually impossible for the commission to complete its work on funding formulas in time for the 2019 General Assembly session. Lawmakers begin the 90-day session on January 9th. Looks like they just punted that ball down the field a little bit more. Speaking of stuff happening in the Capitol, a new report tracking sexual harassment in the Maryland General Assembly says that there were 11 complaints against lawmakers over the last year, but it's unclear exactly how many lawmakers were involved. The Department of Legislative Services released a report yesterday to a panel of lawmakers that sets policy for the General Assembly, and the panel decided last year to compile an annual report and make it public after a wave of allegations against national political entertainment and media figures, as well as sexual misconduct concerns in state houses around the country. It does look like we've got a few busy travel days ahead of us, so I'll tell you what, why don't we just go to SHA's Charlie Gishler for all the update. Well, it's a busy holiday travel season, and it has arrived. And the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration is preparing for the estimated 100 million motorists taking to the roads nationally this holiday season. To accommodate the anticipated 4% increase in holiday traffic, M.SHA is going to be suspending non-emergency lane closures in major metropolitan areas throughout the state. Not everywhere, just the major congested areas in the metropolitan regions. Now, to compound the potential traffic issues, much of Maryland is under a flood watch through 6 p.m. Friday. According to the National Weather Service, the approaching storm may produce up to three inches of additional rain on top of already saturated soils. This is going to make trees unstable and also present some kind of some flooding issues. Motorists are reminded to turn around and not drown if encountering a flooded roadway. Motorists should also be aware that falling trees and potential power outages will affect traffic signals. Remember, it's Maryland law that when windshield wipers are on, low-beam headlights must be on as well. M.SHA is urging motorists to inspect their vehicles carefully before hitting the highway. You know, mechanical breakdowns on high-speed roads are extremely dangerous and can be deadly. Check your tires for proper traction and pressure and look for damage. Also check for your belts and hoses for excessive wear, any leaks in the coolant hoses. A quick inspection of the vehicle can help you reduce the likelihood of a mechanical breakdown and will help M.SHA keep lanes free and clear. Now, if you do suffer a mechanical breakdown, we encourage you to stay in the vehicle, pull as far away from the road as possible, and dial pound 77 or simply dial 911. And finally, state employees got some good news yesterday afternoon. Governor Larry Hogan has declared that Maryland state government agencies and offices will be closed on Monday, December 24th, in observance of Christmas Eve. In a statement, the governor said, Since this year, Christmas falls on Tuesday and is a state holiday, I am also declaring Christmas Eve as a holiday so that our hardworking employees can spend more time enjoying the holidays with their loved ones. This is just another way we can show our appreciation to our dedicated state workers. And under the declaration, December 24th will be treated like any other state employee holiday. And while Governor Hogan is not the boss of me, I think he's got a good idea there. And I'll tell you what we're going to do with the Daily News Brief. We're going to take a little bit of a break on Monday and Tuesday. We're going to take off Christmas Eve and Christmas Day as well. And barring any craziness, we will see you back here on Wednesday. But this is Friday, so you want to hang tight because we've got our list of things that you need to do over the weekend. And we have George Young with DMV Weather, and I think he's going to update us with a Christmas forecast, but also maybe give us a little bit of an update about how much rain we've had. Hang tight. That's all coming up right after this. There is a diamond of diamonds. It's from De Beers. Only 14 diamond tears in the world can touch them. Its name, Forevermark. And Zach Reeves is the only jeweler in the Annapolis area that has it. 
Not only is it beautiful and rare, it has a story, supporting women in diamond-producing areas around the world. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you don't just give, you give back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and here's your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, December 21st. Okay, here's the deal for today and all the way through Christmas Day. More rain will fall throughout the day today with temps staying in the 50s or even lower 60s much of the day until the low pressure center that is the core of the storm passes to the north-northeast of Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County, causing temps to fall into the upper 30s or lower 40s overnight and into early Saturday morning, which will lead to clearing but breezy skies on Saturday with some sunshine and highs in the mid-40s to low 50s, though winds gusting to 30 to 40 miles per hour at times during the day will make it feel much cooler. And then from there, the expectation for Annapolis and all of the greater D.C. Baltimore metropolitan region is for sunshine and dry skies with highs in the 40s each day, Sunday through Christmas Day, with the next potential weather maker not until late next week. So let's just get through this rain today and possibly into the early morning hours of tomorrow, and then it'll be time to settle into the weekend and the full Christmas spirit as conditions settle down outside for several days in a row. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great day out there. And since we won't be back on again until Wednesday the 26th, this is an early Merry Christmas to all and best wishes for a festive, fun, and safe next several days wherever you are across the DMD region and beyond. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson, why? We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well. And our teachers know us. They're great. Visit St. Andrews Day School's open house on Friday, January 18th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 for a toy. Every weekend, there's something exciting going on in the Annapolis area. Be sure to visit iAnnapolis.net to sign up for a newsletter highlighting all the weekend events. Here are our top picks for this weekend. Thank God it's... Yes, it is the weekend, and yes, we do have a number of things going on, despite the fact that Christmas is rolling around up on us on Tuesday. This afternoon at 4.30, from 4.30 to 5.30 at the Whitmore Park, right there at Calvert and West Street, it's the longest night. And this is a homeless memorial service for Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And it is a memorial service sponsored by the House of Hope, Sarah's House, Catholic Charities, and the Lighthouse here in Annapolis. A little bit later on this evening, over at Union Jack, starting at 9 o'clock, the Reagan Years. Tickets are $10, and the Reagan Years is a band of seasoned musicians that brings back the 80s, back when Ronald Reagan was president. MTV actually paid music. CDs came out. Acid wash jeans were cool. I still have a pair. And alternative music was called New Wave. And they're a lot of fun. You can dance the night away. be a perfect way to end the week at Union Jacks tonight at 9 o'clock. Tomorrow, Saturday at 8 p.m., St. Anne's Church. This will be the place to be. Tickets are $45, and this is the Annapolis Chorale's performance of Handel's Messiah at St. Anne's Church. 
Magical Downtown Annapolis is the place to be during the holidays, and really there's no better tradition than Handel's Messiah, conducted by Ernie Green, performed by the Chorales Chamber Chorus, the Annapolis Chamber Orchestra, with guest soloists, etc., right at St. Anne's Church on Church Circle. This performance is going to feature Part 1, which, to be honest, I don't know what the difference is between Part 1 and Part 2, with selections from Parts 2 and 3, along with carols and music for the season. If you've never seen a performance in St. Anne's Church, go see this one. This one is absolutely fantastic. Throughout the weekend, the Talent Machine is bringing their holiday cheer to the Francis Scott Key Auditorium at St. John's College. Tickets are $15. They are available at the door. And you want to see the Talent Machine as they celebrate Holiday Cheer 2018. It's a high-energy production. It's going to feature all the classics that you've grown to love and enjoy. It's a celebration of the holiday with the Talent Machine, Kids, Rudolph, Elves, Frosty. And it's just an incredible show of singing, dancing, and just down-home talent. Showtimes are tonight at 7.30, tomorrow at 2 and 7.30, and then again Sunday, a matinee show only at 2 p.m. Again, tickets are $15. You can get them at the door at the Francis Scott Key Auditorium at St. John's College. Okay, that is about it for the things to do this weekend. We wish you a very Merry Christmas. We will not be here on Monday or Tuesday. We will be back on Wednesday. And whatever you choose to do this weekend, this long weekend, please do it safely because we want to see you back here next week. Merry Christmas. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.